Hello and welcome to Confessions of an Agile Activist, practical advice from an agile practitioner. This is episode one. Hello, this is the Agile Activist, and this podcast series, Confessions of an Agile Activist, is intended to share my experiences and the knowledge that I've gained through the process of moving from skeptic to enthusiastic Agile practitioner. This is the first in a three-part series based on a presentation I made to the Polish Agile Users Group a few months ago. My audience consisted of about 75 programmers excited about Agile software development but frustrated that most of them never had the opportunity to work on an Agile team because their project managers and clients hadn't embraced Agile software development principles. The goal of my presentation, and of these first three podcasts, is to share how I sell Agile processes every day to project managers, sales teams, and software clients both internal and external. This first episode is about selling Agile software management practices to to traditional software project managers. It's the story of my own conversion. I started my career in software as a traditional project manager. I understand the concerns that project managers have when considering Agile processes. As a traditional project manager, I knew very well what my job was. I wrote documentation and I sat in meetings. At the end of a project, I took the blame if the project went over budget or was delivered late. That's it in a nutshell. Reams of documents, hours of planning meetings, and an occasional bit of humble scapegoatery. There's a common misconception that agile projects dispense with documentation and upfront planning. That's half of what project managers do when they aren't demanding precise estimates from programmers who know full well that software tasks are impossible to estimate with precision and that the scope is sure to change anyway. And so the idea of doing away with all that paperwork and conference calls leaves a project manager in fear of a void where their job once was. The truth is that agile processes require far more discipline than traditional processes and that the project manager's job is never done. Instead of big upfront planning, the planning is spread out over the life of the project. Instead of huge documents written at the start, documentation evolves over the life of the project. The project manager's role becomes that of facilitator and coach rather than slave driver and scapegoat. The two keys are self-directed teams and involved customers. The first and most important task that a project manager has is to build a team capable of self-direction. Choosing the right people is a topic for another podcast, but there's no room for lone gunmen. With the right team, the PM's job starts with helping them to understand the business issue that the software is intended to solve, and then providing them with the space and resources to get the job done. Let's look at the principal functions of a project manager in an agile project. Planning, estimating, tracking, and release. Planning begins with a vision. The project manager works with the team and the client to arrive at a shared understanding of the client's needs and the ideal solution. There are tools and tricks for doing this, which we will explore later in more detail. Release planning consists of collecting all of those functions that are to be considered for the first release of the product. This is not a functional specification. 
Firstly, because features are not documented in detail because the details are likely to change. Secondly, because the feature list itself is subject to change. I typically use user stories to document features. A user story consists of just a few sentences describing what a user is trying to accomplish with the software and why. The format that I prefer is user role is able to perform activity in order to achieve goal. For example, a registered user is able to reset their password in order to gain access to the system after forgetting their password. I have been known to use use cases, more complex and structured descriptions of a user's interaction with the software, in some cases that warranted more detail. I am going to do a whole episode on feature estimation. I am a big fan of Mike Cohn's Planning Poker, which is a way of estimating features based on their complexity rather than breaking them into tasks and assigning time estimates to each task. The result is that a team can estimate hundreds of hours of work in a matter of hours rather than days without sacrificing very much precision. The reason that software estimations deserves its own episode is the need to dispel the notion that estimating software tasks is anything but an art. Unlike manufacturing, writing software is an inventive process. A changing environment and emerging technologies means that, like Caesar, a developer can never step into the same stream of software twice. Estimates are just that. They are not goals, they are not deadlines, they are estimates based on a programmer's best guess. Once a series of stories to be considered is compiled, release planning consists of roughly estimating the duration of time that will be required to achieve a version of the software that delivers enough business value to warrant a release. At this point, the team also decides the number and duration of iterations that will likely be required. Iteration planning involves identifying those stories with the greatest business value and or greatest risk and assigning them to the next iteration. During an iteration, the project manager ensures that best practices and lessons from earlier experiences are consistently applied. They may lead a daily stand-up or scrum meeting to facilitate team coordination and communication. They make sure that proper tracking is taking place. In the case of an agile project, that means keeping track of which features have been fully implemented. I use a burndown chart to do this. A burndown chart is a line graph with story points on one axis and time on the other. At the end of the day, I total the story points of the remaining features and plot them on the graph. I ignore stories in process, counting only stories that have been fully implemented and tested. The resulting trend line is an increasingly accurate indicator of the expected outcome of the iteration. Communicating this to the client on a daily basis effectively manages the client's expectations and eliminates unpleasant surprises at the end of an iteration. All agile methodologies use time-boxed iterations. That means that the time and resources remain fixed and only the scope can change. I release working product at the end of an iteration precisely as scheduled, with as many features as the team can responsibly implement without sacrificing quality. The main takeaways for the project manager contemplating using an agile process are these. The customer becomes an involved member of the software development team. The team, including the customer, shares responsibility for all decisions. 
When the triple constraints of quality, scope, and time face risk, something has to give. In traditional projects, it's usually quality and or time, which is money, that gives. In an agile project, time and quality remain fixed and the scope is allowed to slip. If a project manager wants to experiment with agile software development, my quick and dirty advice is this. Schedule a demo in two weeks. Choose features to attempt to include in the demo. Adjust the scope to fit the timeline and start holding daily stand-up meetings with the team. Then, give the demo on time. No excuses. Afterwards, reflect on the experience with the team and adapt the process for continual improvement. This concludes the first episode of Confessions of an Agile Activist. In the next episode, I will talk about how to, to sell the principle of agile software development to sales teams in your organization. Thank you. As always, I welcome your feedback. You can email me at agileactivist at paulclip.com. That's P-A-U-L-K-L-I-P-P dot -P -P com. Thank you for listening. Look forward to talking with you again. Mm -hmm.